Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So today I'm going to discuss God Hates NFTs, not because I'm trying to promote them or say, hey, this is something that I recommend buying or that I'm interested in buying because I currently hold none and most likely I probably won't hold any. However, I really appreciate the things that they're doing within the space as far as a business and marketing standpoint. They really have identified who they are, who they're going after, and how to run a project and maintain a floor price even in these times when everything is falling and people are running left and right with FUD fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and they're just pulling out their money and trying to get it into cash. Yet this meme project, which was a free mint, is still standing the test of time. I know 19 days does not seem like a long time. That's when they minted. But as far as the lifespan of these free meme mints goes, that is an eternity because most of them die within four days or so. So normally they have the free mint, they have that reveal, they pump for a couple days, and then they crash. If you're left holding the bag after 72 hours, most likely you're going to see something like 0.0001 of a value and your window to get out is within 72 hours of the mint. But with this thing, 19 days out and it still looks like there's still some upside, there's growth, the community is still engaged, there's interest in it, and there is pretty good distribution as far as how the NFTs are going. Because we're talking about just under 50% unique ownership. So a little over 5,000 NFTs and about 2,400 holders. So that's very interesting to see. So today we're gonna look at what they're doing to appreciate that this is not by chance. And there is some good lessons to take away from what they're doing. So it has been 19 days since God Hates NFTs has minted and the floor price has not crashed to zero. Normally with these meme projects, with these free mints, we see that first four days or so of initial activity, it pumps and dumps pretty quickly as everyone unloads and goes on to the next thing. But 19 days in and they're still above a 0.6 floor price, which is very interesting to me. They had a little bit of a shaky spot where it seemed like it was going down to the 0.3s, 0.4s, and then they recovered. So whatever is going on in this community there are very resilient and they seem to be doing things in the right way now it's a different approach to things it's not everybody's cup of tea but that is what an NFT community is you find your people that you can rally around who you have a common culture with but just seeing what this project is all about their website god hates nfts spelled t-e-e-s not the letter t.com and the bio simply reads can you imagine a tasty 67 year old creating an NFT community managed through a DAO and in which one of the requirements to be is to have a 4chaner spirit. And if you're not familiar with what 4chan is, 4chan is this 90s chat board. And anyone that has seen any of these memes, Pepe and a lot of these disaster girl memes that really take over the world and later became NFTs, they really had that 4chan culture. They take all sorts of elements from anime. They take elements from just any kind of joke that's going on. And this is where the whole culture of anonymous internet trolling really takes on a life of its own. Now, some people will say this is the most repulsive site ever and the jokes are just very crude and there is no sensitivity and what have you. Not a site that I really hang around much on, but when it first came out and was hitting the news because of that group Anonymous, if you're familiar with Anonymous, they're the ones that were doing all sorts of things like doing 
a lot of trolling of powerful organizations and they were hacking into servers and things of that nature. And then they were putting out videos saying we are anonymous and they were making threats to Wall Street and different organizations such as like the Church of Scientology and all of these. That is where it really was birthed. Reason being is because you can sign up for an account on 4chan with an anonymous account. So the users will have an anonymous account with a bunch of numbers behind it and no one really knows who they are and they have a culture of their own and it's just very interesting in itself so a 4chan spirit this meme culture very crude not politically correct whatsoever and that's what this is centered around well going back to this website my name is mr peters and welcome to god hates nfts a collection of 5022 nfts just for the culture God Hates NFTs is a collection where the scoundrel, the informal, and the trolling predominate, but always with ethics. So as you can see, just like that 4chan culture, they love to troll. They just love to bring up all sorts of things. However, they end that with always with ethics. Okay, interesting. Going on, it is a community governed by a DAO where we virtually kill personalities and revive them whenever we want. Where good morning is memes, entertainment is linked to benefits, and where our only intention is to bring together as many mental degenerates and that the madness be the guide of our path. Okay, that is a very interesting sentence right there, but hey, you can take it for what it is. Despite being a Freeman access to a private community, Discord is more difficult than impossible summer love. With weekly purges, staying on Discord is a challenge that members have to fight for. Now, that is very interesting in itself. Okay, so they have a Discord community that is locked off. You can only be in there if you have an NFT. But really what jumps out to me, which I've never heard of and is very interesting to say, is there's weekly purges. Now, if you're familiar, there is a movie called The Purge, and long story short, anything goes and people get killed off, and there is no laws or no murder or anything of that nature for a 24-hour period. That is the premise for this movie series, and they use that word intentionally because they're purging weekly, but they said we kill off our personalities and bring them back. So that is very interesting. I don't think there's any other project out there that is just kicking people out of Discord and then bringing them back in later weeks. That is very interesting to say. Now, the roadmap is useless. That's what it says on the website. The roadmap is useless, essentially, when you're not going to comply with it. Why overpromise? When we get up every day, set ourselves up a community, a goal, and carry it out as we want. Yes, that was a bleep, but obviously on this site, there was no censorship. The current COO is my childhood friend, Robert. He is 64 years old and still single living with his mother. The CTO is a current Bolivian that I met through a YouTube tutorial video of 184 views. The CMO is an ex-drug dealer from my neighborhood who is now clairvoyanting 85-year-old women on television. That is just a lot to swallow right there. I will just move on to the next thing. They say that among all the chaos, or K-A-O-S, there is a perfect one. And this one is no less. I have no idea what they're talking about right here, but let's go on. If there's one thing that stands out about God Hates NFTs is that it is the opposite of today's run-of-the-mill average project and it's totally tacky and still professional. With a philosophical base always in the community first, we seek to entertain, build, and above all, enjoy. Let's put the seriousness aside for a while. 5,022 NFTs just for the culture. Now, that was just an interesting bio and description. There is nothing else whatsoever on this website, and it is just one page. It has a white background with black text, 
and they have a logo on top with one of the NFTs, one of the meme images. And just very interesting. That was a lot. 90% of what was said in that, I have no idea what it means, but that is the part of the culture of the 4chan culture, the 4chan spirit, because people that don't understand what they're talking about 4chaners would refer to as the normies. Basically, anyone outside of 4chan culture doesn't know what these things mean, such as the KAOS and all of that. Now, this sort of taps into why I think this is actually going somewhere, is this has a very unique culture of its own, and it has its own language. People that are in there obviously understand the jokes, know what's going on, so they rally around this. Just like how 4chan, if you look at the website, it literally looks like Craigslist or some of these other... 90s, not pretty websites whatsoever. However, the people that are on there, they feel at home. They feel like they're with their people and they're rallying around whatever jokes they're telling, Dragon Ball Z memes and all sorts of different things. And the average person that just happens to stumble, no one really just stumbles on this website. But if the average person just heard about the website and just goes on there and starts to browse around, they will be completely lost. They will say, what have I gotten into? And within a couple minutes, they're gone, never to go there ever again. And that's part of the lore of it. The part of the draw and the attraction is that those people who might feel like they're outcast all around the world or whatever, they, they don't really fit in their school or they don't consider themselves to be the quote unquote poster child of beauty or popularity and all that stuff. They go to 4chan, they find their people, they meme, they're troll, and they have all these inside jokes that they can rally around, whether it be comic books, anime, and things that the average person is just not into in their community and school and all that. And that is the culture that is brought into this NFT project. So what is it about them? Why am I speaking about them? What is the whole model here? And I honestly think is it is the culture of the project is why it is pumping or holding its floor, I should say, not really pumping. But despite that attack that caused the price to go down and all the FUD and everything, they are still holding strong. And just a lot of things here is counter cultural within the space, because a lot of us that are in the NFT space are a little bit more buttoned up that we like to think of ourselves as professionals and so forth, especially the team members, the ones that are running these projects and what have you. And because of that, those four channers that just didn't fit in society and everything, when they come into Web3 and they're in NFT projects, and if that's a culture a little bit more corporate, a little bit more censored and so forth, then it doesn't really jive with them. And they still feel like they're out of sorts. And that was the beauty of them coming onto the internet and finding their people. So being able to drive this into an NFT project, I believe that's why it has sticking power and staying power. Now, where is this going to go? All of this stuff was obviously, in my opinion, just useless information. Probably don't even think Mr. Peters is his real name. He's not Docs. And his team, his COO, CTO, and CMO, all those people are most likely not even there. It probably is a team because it seems like they're doing some things thought out of because at NFT NYC, as I have mentioned before on the show that they've been there, they were protesting and uh, people actually thought that these were actual protesters that were saying that God hates NFTs only to find out that it was really the people that were promoting this project because it launched shortly after all those protests. But of course, this is not an ad to say, hey, go buy this NFT or anything of that nature, but it is to pay attention to what they're doing. What is it that makes this so special? Because we have so many projects that are launching even still in this market right now, and we're seeing a lot of them struggle. Yet here we go. 
when meme NFTs and free NFTs were dead, here comes one called God NFTs that is thriving, not only surviving, but also thriving in this current market. And I think we can really take a lot from this and just observe, okay, what other things from this, although we might not enjoy the jokes, we might not enjoy their taste or their crudeness or whatever it might be, but what about them? Can we look at other projects to see are they doing? Well, one thing that I can definitely say is they hold a lot of regular spaces. And there's a guy by the name of the NFT preacher that is constantly on their stage and they're always talking and speaking. And whether he is in the room or not, they have spaces. But most of the time I see them that he is there and he's on the stage and he's the one who's really leading these conversations. I've yet to see a space where the founder or whoever was actually on the stage, who knows, maybe that he's the founder. I know he says that he's not. But again, this is a whole meme thing. And obviously nothing with that bio and description is accurate. So who knows what it is. But he's always up there and he's speaking and says, I trust in Peters, the founder, and I really believe this is what this is and so forth. And he's really the mouthpiece from what I see from the outside staring in of that community and they rally around him. But what I really want to see is this whole closed off Discord, which is an idea that I actually was playing with because I don't like Discord and most people don't. However, I was thinking rather than driving everyone to Discord, why not have the conversation out there publicly, have everyone rally on Twitter and these other spaces, and then have some of these benefits walled off within the Discord. So be a members only or a holders only Discord. That was something I've been thinking about for a couple months now. And it's cool to see that this project is actually doing it. But the whole purge thing, that just another level in itself. But hey, it is different. They said they were 4chan. And of course, that that movie, The Purge, would just fit right in with their culture. I don't think the average person or the average NFT holder would appreciate that being kicked out of a Discord after paying for an NFT. But hey... This was a free mint, but those people who are buying on the secondary market might come in with some entitlement sort of, uh, well, I paid for this, so I should get so and forth. But they're buying into that culture. They know the deal, what it is. It's out there. And sure, you might be a holder, but they can kick you right out of the Discord and maybe you can earn yourself back in, come back in the following week or whatever it is based on all of that. But if your project that you are either running or you are a strong holder in and you're wondering, why is this thing just not getting any steam? Why is this floor price falling and all that? What's going on? One thing I can definitely say with this is they have a definite identity and they rally around each other and they're holding regular spaces. So if nothing else that I could possibly take from this, from the communities and projects that I'm involved in and holding, I would say that you need, we need to hold some regular spaces and we need to really define out who we are. Who are we going after? After. And clearly, they're going for the 4chaners. That is a very specific niche website. And 95% of the people, the quote unquote normies, have no idea what that is. And I think that is a major takeaway from all of this when evaluating other projects to see do they have an audience? Are they really targeting someone or is this running on 2020 and 2021 marketing where they just say, this is an NFT and we're going to put it out there and try to draw everybody into this thing? Because clearly that is not working. They have really carved out a niche so small that only their holders can fit into it. Yes, there's going to be some DGEN seeing that, yes, it has some traction and they're just going to flip. But the ones that are actually holding it in these spaces, interacting with the community, they have to jive with this stuff. So they are definitely attracting them. And that's what's giving it some staying power. So hopefully you found this interesting. I know this is some 
interesting, somewhat crude of a topic, but even for serious businesses, I do think that they know what they're doing and there's something to take away from this. And it really reminds me of Goblin Town. As I said, I was very critical about and I thought that thing was just a rug pull waiting to happen. However, it was well thought out. They knew what they're doing. Their team executed and there was something behind it. And honestly, as far as all of these free mints that has been since, the data alone says that this is probably the best one since then. With that said, I hold none and I probably won't get any, but I can appreciate what they're doing. I would love to know what are your thoughts on this project? What do you think of this? Have you encountered them on Twitter? Please feel free to shoot a line over to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. As usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.